0: Hello and welcome back to the PNTT coverage of your uh, DTL our DTL podcast. I'm Coach Jimmy Neutron of the Rochester Support Geniuses. We have Coach JD of the Clearwater Sit Rockers. Um, now that you're in T League, I'm, I'm get the cities confused. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to keep track of everyone's teams and across every leagues. But um, I know more than I should. Uh, so we're going we're to go ahead and jump into the bottom group here. So we have 10 teams to talk about here. So we're not going to be able to spend tons of time on every team. Sorry, coaches, but we can't make an hour-long podcast. Um, and so we're going to jump right into this. So we have um, the top seed, Clemson. So Clemson brought in a forty five twenty five class, another good class after bringing in a decent one last year. And they, but they come into the season ranked 141st. So this is the Clemson Wookies, coached by coach Imbatch. Um, I'm assuming from Kashyyyk so what do you what do you see here with uh Clemson coach
1: yeah so was, I think uh with Clemson I mean they're just uh I know Mbatch just took over Clemson a couple seasons ago so he's mm-hmm. uh he's new to the league he joined my conference 10 so he's helping uh making a an already strong conference even stronger um yeah, up certain the talent level there and uh so yeah excited to see him in the tournament um you know the the recruiting class, you know, it's obviously anytime you're replacing a 200-plus group with a with a much better rated group, it's it's a great thing. I do think that the refreshments are a bit overrated, mm-hmm. based purely on um, the lack of scoring, um, mm-hmm. and not to take anything away at all from Ahmad Green, who is a stud. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love having him on my team, I and mean, he's a guy that, other than scoring, does everything. Um, you know, passes really well, blocks four shots right. a game, so... I'm not going to enjoy playing him the next four seasons uh, at all. Um, and the other guys coming in, it looks like they play defense uh, mm-hmm. you know, pretty well. I assume the game really likes Green, um, right? And he's going to be an instant, you know, four-year stud starter for them. But uh, they're they're big. still, oh, <laughs> and they didn't they didn't, and then the freshmen come in to score so there's still great right. trouble there. I mean, Dakota Johnson did, had a good sophomore season and he'll continue to be, you know, a really good point guard, but you know, he doesn't have a lot of help. And, uh, that's something I have to address in the next class. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely. You cut out there for a second, but I'm sure what you said was great. Um, yeah, I would agree. Ahmad Green. I mean, I feel like Charles Brown looks a little mopey to me. Um, and like, he can't cook a football, but that, that's just me. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to the next team. So we have the Joplin Jokers, coached by Coach AD31. Uh, Joplin is ranked 140th to come into the season. And that's because they also landed their second class in a row. That's good, the 25 55 class. So what do you see here with Joplin?
1: I mean, with Joplin, it's all about Dylan Stone um, 27 points, mm-hmm. you know, three and a half assists, two steals a game. So just, uh, you know, definitely the, the 11 in that 68 11 sophomore right. class now. And, you know, and as he goes, they go. So, you know, when he doesn't have a lot of talent around him, so that's how you end up 10 and 14 last season. But, you know, at least you're bringing in a couple of big guys. Uh, you know, if, uh, you know, Hardison looks like a guy that can be a, a decent starter, Pike can you know, play defense, really an all-around good game. So I imagine both those guys take over spots in the starting lineup and uh, give, give a stone some help. But yeah, and they're another mm-hmm. team that needs to, to bring in some scoring as well. But uh, they'll at least, how, if Stone does miss, a couple of good guys coming in to, to grab rebounds for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a team that's in Conference 14, really, really tough conference. So they need talent, right? Um, and so they're hoping to grab some wins here in the uh, PNTT before they sort of get into that brutal part of the schedule. Uh, and I like their chances to do it with these, with sort of uh, the Adam Pike, Dylan Sto- Stone sort of combo. It's an exciting group. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next group. So we have the Galveston Italian Mafia. Coach by coach stat wolf uh, so they landed the 253 239 class um, I think I, no, it, I don't know if it was from him but uh it they are currently ranked 149th carried by their seniors uh, what do you see here with this group
1: yeah there I know from from other leagues uh, playing against staff that he likes he likes to get teams that run up and down the court and shoot a lot of threes and I think he's trying to build up his team to, to get to that point um, the incoming freshmen you know aren't aren't necessarily great shooters from out there, but, you know, Hamill should come in and contribute, you know, maybe be an improvement at one of those spots, Blake King on the wing, you know, it's kind of like a facilitator, play some defense for him. Uh, and, you know, they, they lost Edmonds in the post. They have to replace him. And, you know, they didn't have anyone that really did that. So mm-hmm. um, they're going to struggle a little bit with size. I mean, they don't really have a, a guy that stands out. You have to kind of game plan around. So um, for them, it's kind of continuing to, you know, increase the, you know, it seems like it's a theme in this group, but increase the scoring and and talent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and this is a group that did not maybe bring in that like it's like both the other two teams have two marquee classes. This one just has the one uh, junior or senior class now, who where only one of them even started last year. You know, yeah, uh, and was not a scorer for them. So I think they're they're definitely going to struggle. Um, okay, let's go ahead and go to the next group. So we have Detroit Dundane, I guess, um, coached by Coach Ike. So they come into the season ranked 138, uh, and they landed the one fifty-seven, one sixty-two class. Uh, what do you see here with Detroit?
1: So it looks like they were able to, you know, ink, I think this team actually does get better, even if the freshman class was, you know, mm. kind of like a borderline top one hundred group. But you know they lost their center, um, who was honestly not really that great anyway. I mean, as a big guy who right. grabbed eight rebounds a game, blocked a few shots, but I think uh Donald Mines coming in is gonna improve their Um, improve their rebounding he's gonna improve their defense and then they also brought in a couple of 20 you know per Mm -hmm. game scores and for a team that really struggled to score again a a running theme in this group of you know 66 points per game and less than 50 percent true shooting but you know bringing a couple guys that scored 22 with 56 and 57 true shooting and you know improving the post uh, i think there's some you know things to be excited about to give them a chance uh, in this group
0: Mm -hmm. yep yep i definitely agree this is this Freshman class is way underrated, in my opinion. So yeah. I think it's a pretty good class. Uh, let's go ahead and go over to Denver. So we got the Denver Cruz and Crusos, coached by Coach Walther. Um, they come into the season ranked 93rd, uh, and they brought in a 4470 class right after they brought in a 6630 class of their sophomore. So what do you see here in Denver?
1: Yeah, they're a team that didn't really lose a lot. So it's definitely, um, you know, they can definitely improve. Uh, it's kind of tough to look at their lineup sometimes because they have to they let their seniors come in and they're really bad. Let them play one game at the end of the season, I'm assuming. So, right, nice job, Walter, on you know giving your seniors a, a nice little send-off at the end of the season. <laughs> um, James Daniels had a good year for them at a, at shooting guard. Um, he mm-hmm. put up points you know, shot the ball pretty well overall. And then, um, you know, for the incoming freshmen, you know, obviously all these teams are looking to you know in- increase their talent. Samuel Lloyd looks like a a nice guy, you know, at point guard. I mean, he can hit an open shot, um, you know, mm-hmm. play defense, really, you know, pass the ball. So I think he's gonna, um, he'll bring some. I don't know if he'll start for sure or not, but I think he could. And so I think that that could be, you know, that, that that would be good. Joshua Stanton, I think, has a chance to, you know, play some minutes for him in the post as well. Um, played some defense, can grab some rebounds. So, um, yeah, just slowly and surely keep, you know, increasing the talent here. And at least you've got a go to guy in Daniels and then. hopefully the freshmen can fill out the depth and make them a little bit more competitive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if Daniels takes a step up his sophomore year, he scored 27 a game on 59% true shooting in high school. So definitely a guy who can, uh, can hit his shots if he's given them. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to Vegas. So we have the Las Vegas legends coached by coach JB uh, also known as Jesse, one of the founders of the PNTT podcaster. Um, And so they come into the year ranked 50th. Uh, They, And a large part of that is them landing the twenty eight sixty two class. So what do you see here with uh, Vegas?
1: Yeah, so at least according to the magazines, I mean, they're going to be one of the more talented teams in the group. I mean, they've kind of staggered a couple of classes, have a couple of decent classes, and, you know, they got rid of a Mm -hmm. 200-plus class last season. Those guys graduate and move on. Um, But at the same time, you know, the freshmen, you know, they're – there are more guys that are going to come in and help with the culture mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and play their roles. And I don't think any of these guys are going to come in and steal the show and, and, and uh, really take over. And um, they're going to struggle mm-hmm. with height because they graduated, their starting front court. And uh, the guys they brought in are six, 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 seven, they can, they, a lot of them played power. Well, they all played power forward <laughs> actually in high school. So, you know, they, they know what it's like to play that undersized role and uh, they're going to have to. So there's some talent here, but they got to, they got to you know work with that size deficiency, and then um, you know no one Blazer or Ballzer actually is a pretty good point guard. I it's, I love anyone that has you know more than two steals per game, so he can score and play defense, and it was kind of the heart and soul for them. And i would be curious to see how, how much. Yeah, he can I do. really
0: thought you were just about to say I really love guys who have inappropriate names. Um, but, but I'm glad you didn't go that way. Uh, yeah, I actually look. I'm looking at this class and I'm like, okay, it's it's okay, but it's not like a a killer class like I thought it was about to be looking at the ratings and so uh, i'm sure they're a lot better than what their stats maybe look like you know what i mean um but I,
1: yeah anytime you're playing that small front court spot i mean you'd like to think that there's a chance to increase the stats right. as you as you're able to play further away from the post and less you know tall trees right. but uh same time these guys you know, at least lockhart and such they really shot over 50 percent playing down in low so yeah i mean they're they're looking for you know, increased depth because outside of I mean, they have a couple of guys, they had four, four guys get double, double digits mm-hmm. last year um, and points, but everyone else was a non-factor, mm-hmm. you know? So even if they can score, you know, three to five points off the bench or in their roles, that's still an improvement. Yeah. The, the, they the
0: issue is, is when you recruit guys like that and you don't have the height, they have to stay in those positions. Right. And so I, I think that that's going to yeah. be definitely the issue for them is just height. But honestly, in this group, maybe you don't need it. To be honest, you know, um, so yep. but we'll see. Okay, next up we got Wooster. So Wooster uh, comes in ranked 174th. They gra- they landed the 108-144 class, and they're sort of the only group in the or team in this group who graduated uh, in Impactful class. And so they graduated the 78-120 class, and even then, only one of them started. Um, but I'll I'll throw it over to you. What do you see here in this uh, Wooster class?
1: Yeah, I mean, with Wooster, I mean, I think uh, Paolo Dennis has already made a name for himself, you know, in the league, you know, after a strong freshman season. I I was even maybe even the MVP last year. Of this he might tournament. have been. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, I vaguely remember that.
1: So he really kind of burst onto the scene last year in this tournament and kind of put Wooster on the map a little bit. So obviously they're looking to, to build a team around him. Um, you know, I, I know that they didn't win any ties and it's, it's always super frustrating, but he, he did a decent job of setting up some, you know, some some role players that can come in. And, you know, Sean Green, an undersized power forward in high school, but he has a good game. Looks like it can translate to the wing, you know, at the college level. And then um, you know, Adam Owen at least has some size. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and Greenbaum, Looks like he could play a power forward spot as well. So, yeah, it's not the most highly rated class, and it doesn't have that, you know, a stud. But, I mean, I think they did a good job of bringing in some depth and some guys that can, you know, support – um support did Dennis? you say
0: adam owens has the height or the thighs or what did you say adam owens has the what
1: that, I, well i definitely said that i definitely did not say <laughs> i thighs. heard thighs
0: <laughs> and i was like i mean
1: i think you're just thinking about <laughs> it must thighs.
0: be i mean he was 6'9 246 um so he's got some he probably he probably, probably has the thighs. thighs yeah the thunder thighs yeah <laughs> i think that was his Nick yeah adam thunder thighs owens uh, I don't know what yeah. I heard there, but let's move on. Yeah.
1: he's got good hands though, so I mean, maybe maybe he's a maybe he's a hit with yeah. the ladies. You know, three point four assists, you know, less right, than a turnover, right. that, so a little facilitator is that in the front the, court, Is that the so.
0: key to, to getting the ladies? as thighs. Um,
1: I mean, chubbies are
0: popular, aren't they? <laughs> the shorts. So I guess
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, and I'm I'm going on you know twenty years of you know chubby bearded guys being a you know being a right, hit, right. so. Or, or saying that that that's right, right. The hit, so. <laughs> I yeah. don't. But I think that's, I think that's what's more important: being chubby and having right. a beard. And that, I think, yeah, I think yeah, that's hey, how yeah, you get there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm happily <laughs> married, and my thighs are below average. So, um, to all of you below average thigh guys, we, it's okay. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, so we have the Tacoma Aces, coached by Coach B Cook. I don't know why I said it like that. Coach B Cook, uh, who I believe just joined T League. Um, and I do not know if he's related to Coach M. Cook or not, but that could be fun. Um, but uh, Tacoma just brought in the 70-123 class, which is clearly their best class because they are ranked 222nd in the league. Um, so what do you see here? And this is actually B. Cook's second season um, as the coach of Tacoma. But uh, what do you see here in Tacoma?
1: yeah i mean they're they're just looking to set a set the standard for you know the classes moving forward i mean the previous coach was kind of asleep mm-hmm. on the job and he wasn't doing mm-hmm. much of the recruiting um recruiting in so you know they had a couple seniors that graduated but they were starting but i mean they're probably nothing to really be all that sad about and then um you know at least the the freshmen um yeah definitely gonna mm-hmm. play i mean mcgregor um has size and you know can 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 block block some shots and then Robinson looks like he can you know either he can play a big uh, or a small power forward or mm-hmm. play on the wing you know he can score mm-hmm. um you know a decent all-around game and then you know Boyle looks like he's got he can play some defense grab some boards so it looks like a, a good glue guy that can he might might find his way in the starting lineup but worst case would be a pretty good bench player and um yeah, you know, I'm I'm hoping that you know talking about Cook, I'm just hoping that he's maybe might be related to former Illini. I Oh Brian yeah, Curry. yeah. So maybe, maybe that's who it is. So shout out to former Illini, <laughs> seven foot. Um head of his game is the big guy that's that true. starts the court. But uh um shout out to Brian Man, Cook. Man, I haven't thought about you. Brian
0: Cook in a while. That was when I was an Illinois fan, I am pretty sure. Um <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next team. My conference mates coach uh A Lilly and his Morgantown Warriors. And so Morgantown comes into the season ranked 80th, uh, and they brought in the 9-4 class. And so he's really, really pumped about this class, as he should be. says uh, all three are going to start. It's a class he needed. Uh, What do you see here in uh, Morgantown?
1: Yeah, I mean, Morgantown, they've been a a DTT powerhouse Mm -hmm. for the past couple seasons with a a title and a lead eight, and uh, I guess they destroyed the Sweet 16 in the other year. But yeah, they've been accumulating talent. Like every year, they've been getting Mm -hmm. a little bit better, and then it's always so sweet to to hit one of those top ten classes, and yeah, I could see why all these guys are are gonna play. I mean, uh, Hewitt can step in at point guard, and not or maybe a small shooting guard is you know he's not he gets a little loose with the ball, but um, he plays defense, and I'm sure that's probably an improvement over um, the guys that were mm-hmm. on the roster. Nicholas Johnson is gonna be a really mm-hmm. good player. I mean, whether you could probably put him at either small forward or power forward, you know, or or even center if you needed to. But, I mean, he's a guy that's going to have some positional versatility, play really well. So, I'm sure he's going to be one of the standout freshmen uh, in this tournament. And, uh, yeah, Dylan Flores, uh, you know, some Mm -hmm. height, pretty good all-around game, can pass the ball, play defense. So, yeah, I mean, for a team that's looking to upgrade talent, um, I can see where all three of those guys are going to come in and make impact. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that this is a a great class for them. Nicholas Johnson, sort of the headliner, um, interested to see if, if Sky Thorpe Skythorpe probably still mans that center position. Um, yeah. And they're able to maybe throw Johnson either in at the power forward or small forward position. So exciting stuff for them. Yep. Um, all right. Let's go to our last group of this group. It's the St. Louis Iron Deeks, coached by coach Deacon TN. Um, they are 198th ranked team and they brought in the 8125 class. So what do you see here in, in St. Louis?
1: Yeah, this is a a team that needed some some scoring help and they got that with Glenn mm-hmm. Carter. Um pretty good pretty good scoring. I mean, he's a bit of a volume shooter, so um but they they need that even. I mean, they shot, you know, they were only 40% as a team mm-hmm. last season and uh 45% true shooting. So, um just another team that needs uh needs scoring and uh DeMarcus is going to provide some scoring in the post I and mean, he looks like probably the best freshman that they're going to be able to mm-hmm. roll out there. So whether they find a spot for him at small forward or power forward, but yeah, he's gonna be a big you know improvement for mm-hmm. them as well. And um, and Marmon looks like a uh, you know a guy that can at least play some minutes in, in the post and not get beat. But yeah, I mean this team they just they just need more scoring and the guy keep recruiting uh, recruiting to get it. And um, I mean outside of that, I mean there's no one that comes back that you're gonna get excited about it's only one guy scored in double double right. figures at kenny mcgee so um and he did that at 37 percent right. shooting. so yeah so they're um continuing to practice uh practice <laughs> jump shooting and finishing and recruiting guys who want to put the ball in the basket so it's uh you know
0: good, mm-hmm. good luck with yeah marmon looks like he's a guy on a mission um but that's a mormon joke um <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you said all there is to be said about San Louis. So let's just go ahead and go to predictions. Um, just because there's tons of guys in this group, you know. Um, and so, who are you looking at as potential winners of this group?
1: Yeah. Um, I forgot I closed out <laughs> all my tabs without because we went through them with it with it being a big group. But I mean, uh, I and mean, I think when you look at just look at the teams that brought in, you know, some of the some of the the mm-hmm. bigger talent in the recent classes. So what well, we had, um, you know, the team that just brought in Nicholas Johnson yep. and that Morgantown. group, I mean, I think they're going to have one. Yeah. They're going to have one of the, the more complete starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have a chance to, to come out there. I, I think Wooster had a, had a good incoming class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the teams that just weren't, I mean, the teams that were coming off, you know, four win seasons, you know, none of them are going to improve enough, even with the recruiting class to get too right. high up there. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, in a, you know, yes guy, wise guy, wise. Yeah. Guy, I'm sure his his team I think is uh can 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 compete you know in this group mm-hmm. as well. So sorry I I, I didn't. No, you're good. You're, good. you're good. You're good. I've got some thoughts. So
0: I th- I think it's down to Clemson, Joplin, uh, Worcester, Denver, Vegas, and Morgantown. And then honestly, even to to because all of them have like at least two classes that are pretty decent. Um, yeah. I think then you go down to. Denver, Vegas, and, and Morgantown are sort of the, the competitors here. Denver has been in these sort of like um, larger or higher groups um, previous seasons, although actually not the last three seasons. They took a big step back after season 18. Um, and so he but, – but definitely putting a better team together than what they've had. Um, but I, I'm between Jesse and – Jesse's team in Vegas and Morgantown – Uh, And it's definitely biased. You know, I know Jesse and Alili is in my um, conference. so But I'm going to lean Jesse here. I just think that he has two good classes, whereas Morgantown kind of has the one. Um, But honestly, I mean, Nicholas Johnson could really carry them to a lot of wins. So I I would not be surprised if they won the group.
1: Yeah, I mean, and none of these teams are are really so far ahead of everyone else that, you know, if someone can get hot, pull off a couple wins, you know, it can go a long way so it's uh a lot of teams are similar similar in talent and we'll see what player. yeah
0: agree well jd appreciate you man i appreciate you coming on and and uh yeah providing thoughts you always are very insightful and and you're clearly established and and distinguished coach so uh take what you say seriously
1: i appreciate that and uh, yeah it's always fun to come in and uh hear myself (laughs) talk for a while and uh you know, I, I know it's always fun to listen about your team, even if it's not a whole lot, right. but uh, yeah, that's what makes it makes this tournament, you know, uh, signature right. worthy. Yep.
0: So. I would agree. Yeah. I, I cannot listen to my voice. So even when I talk about my own team, I don't go back and listen. Uh,
1: even when I say you yeah. sound like Billy Corgan.
0: <laughs> I, again, <laughs> I, I you're potentially right. I don't know because I don't listen to my own voice. So
1: <laughs> yeah, but good
0: stuff, coach. We'll appreciate you. And thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you later.